Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to Parish Notices, an arts and media podcast. My name is Sam Parish. It is a warm day at the beginning of April here in London, and I'm presenting you with a little bit of an aberration today. This is the quarantine edition of uh, Parish Notices, and I gave myself a little bit of a challenge. I'm going to be reviewing 10 things in under a minute, TV shows, films, etc., that are available on streaming platforms right now. Uh, in the hopes of alleviating a few people's boredom and hopefully expose people to some interesting things while they're uh, locked away in their homes. So I'm going to get right into that. Thank you very much for listening. Love, a TV show available on Netflix, created by Judd Apatow, Leslie Arfin and Paul Rust, starring Gillian Jacobs and Paul Rust. It's as if Judd Apatow's brand of improvisational, plot-like comedy was destined for the small screen. Stretched out over three seasons, the slow burn story of an opposites attract couple trying to make it in a weird and wonderful, worm's eye view version of Los Angeles invests you from the off. A grounded and entertaining, if sometimes rambling, tale of love and relationships, grounded in false starts, secondhand embarrassment and miscommunication. Sometimes cynical, sometimes saccharine, always a laugh. Pure, a TV show available on Channel 4, written by Kirsty Swain and directed by Anil Carrier and Alicia McDonald, stars Charlie Clive in her breakout role as Marnie, a young woman who abandons her life and tries to start over after her unique and raunchy OCD starts to get out of control. The prime example of a show which understands the greatest source of comedy is character, and it's our investment in our lead and her circle of oddball but totally recognisable friends which makes the show work. The writing and Clive's performance perfectly blend tragedy and comedy. The visuals are soft, bright and appealing despite their lewdness, and it's a show that overall has a real beating heart at its core. The Thick of It, a TV show available on Netflix, created by Armando Iannucci, starring Peter Capaldi, Rebecca Font, James Smith, Joanna Scanlon, and Chris Addison. Mockumentary-adjacent satire of the inner workings of the British government that's as relevant and hysterical as it's ever been, with a career-defining performance by Capaldi, at least before he took the helm of the TARDIS. Dialogue and performance that will have you wheezing with a talent for profanity that borders on poetry. I'd start from season three though. Nicola Murray injects a compassion and energy that puts the amoral outlook of other characters into a better contrast. Unbelievable, a TV show available on Netflix, a true crime miniseries created by Susanna Grant, Ailette Waldman and Michael Chabon, starring Tony Collette, Merritt Weber and Caitlin Dever. Based on a brutal true story detailed by an article in the Washington Post, Unbelievable is not easy viewing. Deva's performance drags sympathy out of you, and the show is unflinching in its depiction of violence and the worst excesses of our society's misogyny. It's a huge relief when leather-jacketed, hard-nosed detective Tony Collette shows up to turn the show into a police procedural. While heavy viewing at the best of times, Unbelievable is oddly life-affirming by its conclusion.
Mindhunter, a TV show available on Netflix, executive produced and in large part directed by David Fincher, starring Jonathan Groff, Holt McCallany, and Anna Torv. Mindhunter is slow, almost frustratingly so at first. The episodes are long, and it takes a few of them for the chessboard to be set. Its brand of nerdy, dialogue-heavy drama about the formative days of criminal profiling at the FBI will not be for everyone. However, it really shines when the characters are given space to interact. The core three are well-realized and entertaining, with a great humor in their rapport, and when the serial killers finally appear for interview, they're spellbinding, all tied together by a veteran director with an eye for visual detail and an ability to make even minor developments in the case feel like huge, exciting twists. A tragedy that it seems to have been put on indefinite hold. Don't, um, F with cats. Available on Netflix, written and directed by Mark Lewis. Stephen King once said that no matter how many depraved, violent, and awful acts he has committed to paper, he has never received so many outraged letters as those regarding the opening scene of The Dead Zone when a dog is kicked to death. It's strangely understandable. We idealize our pet's existence. They're beyond reproach, beyond violence. A true crime documentary, Don't F with Cats, explores how far people are willing to go to find justice where animals are concerned, as well as being a portrait of a unique and terrifying individual. The editing, interviews, and especially the score make this a thrilling watch, and at three hour-long episodes, it's a more palatable experience than some of its longer cousins. Studio Ghibli's collected filmography available on Netflix, specifically Kiki's Delivery Service, Laputa Castle in the Sky, and Spirited Away, primarily created by the incomparable Hayao Miyazaki. Wonderful, accessible Eastern animation for viewers young and old. Classic mythic tales of innocence and magic with some of the best presentation ever put to film. Beautifully framed and colorful with immersive world building, and a score that sounds as if someone discovered a hitherto unseen stack of Debussy compositions. Like walking around a Van Gogh museum on a summer day with the sounds of windswept grass and birdsong somewhere in the distance. Sweet, atmospheric, and a great intro into anime, although the English dubs tend to swing between acceptable and corny, a panacea for stressful times. Cowboy Bebop, a TV series available on Channel 4, created by Hajime Yatate. One of the most effortlessly cool stories ever told, in no small part due to the butter-smooth voice performance of Steve Bloom. It's surprising how grounded Bebop remains, despite the stories becoming more and more surreal over its single season of animation. It's a credit to the art direction, the atmosphere, the world-building of this solar system of scoundrels. The world always feels real and lived in, you can practically smell the petrol and dust on the air, feel the baking sun on your skin. If it was only a tone poem, full of gorgeous, gritty sci-fi visuals and slick music, it would still be great. However, writer Kiko Nobumoto weaves an episodic but fulfilling story about growing up, 
moving on and the lifelong struggle to find purpose. Bo Burnham's comedy specials What and Make Happy, available on Netflix. Most people will now be familiar, or some people at least will now be familiar with Bo Burnham's work through the sleeper hit Eighth Grade, which he wrote and directed. As a longtime fan of his, it feels like that film was a culmination of the themes he's been working on throughout his adult career. A seminal YouTuber who's one of the few people to make a transition from that platform into traditional media, Bo's comedy is surreal, frenetic, musical, and deeply thoughtful. It's not for everyone, especially when the songs and bits abandon jokes entirely and teeter on the edge of preachy, but his talent for subversion is hilarious, the music is catchy and creative, and although some people might see it as a little antithetical to the idea of comedy, each special will bring a tear to your eye. And finally, Daniel Sloss's two comedy specials available on Netflix. Daniel Sloss, something of a 10-year overnight sensation who did the rounds on panel shows and the various showcases on British television, seems to have found his voice as a well-researched, incisive, blackly funny agent of chaos. His second show, Jigsaw, deconstructs the constructed nature of modern relationships, and he often brags about how many people have claimed it ended their marriages and engagements. He's a little too snarky for my taste at times, especially when he tries to present his credentials for why he's allowed to make certain transgressive jokes. But it's all layered with a sense of vulnerability and an attempt to decode his own neuroses that overall makes it a very fun watch. Alright everybody, that's going to wrap up this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I apologise for the little tickle on my throat at the moment. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, a little something different. Uh, I enjoyed myself. I got to review a few things that I normally wouldn't have put on the podcast, so uh, let me know if you'd like to hear something like this again. You can always contact us at Parish Podcast on Twitter. Make sure to like the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to follow it on Spotify, and I will see you very soon. I've been Sam Parish. Take care. Be safe.